fucking monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Our mics hot. Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we're going under the hood and covering your headlines. We're going back to the Drawer Report Gran Turismo edition. And finally, we're introducing a new segment called Childhood Seed Time. But before we get into the episode, let me remind you of the best coffee you could ever try. Cafe Carrera, a sponsor of the show because the owners also own the show yeah. podcast the show i don't yes. know but really it's the best coffee from guatemala single origin arabica we've got dark roasts medium roasts geisha bacamara we got everything try it out you'll love it use discount code big willow for 10 percent off your entire order uh no matter what you order you can even order some of our t-shirts and get 10 percent off too there's no limit there um but go check it out now let's get into our episode first Going under the hood, Randy, kick us off with some headlines. So it's still early. It's still May, but SEMA uh, announcements have kind of been made this week. Okay. Were you aware of this? I was not. So there are companies pulling out, as they proverbially <laughs> say. SEMA is interruptus? Yes. <laughs> so it's really? not to have a baby. There are companies pulling out. Why? Ford and Honda have decided to pull out of SEMA. Why? Which is um, probably budget costs. What do you think? Like, I, there was no professional or um, actual honest reason other than, you know, typical marketing speak of, oh, yeah, this and that or the other. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I know we've only gone to two, three technically. Yes. But I feel like it has become more of a car festival and less of a trade show yeah that's that i mean we we got in (laughs) (laughs) exactly so uh, yeah i mean like if because because we got a lot of oems pulling out of like like the la car show right detroit auto show detroit auto show there's no europeans almost right and so and i would say i would argue they have a bigger benefit going to those than sema Mm, yeah yeah you could yeah. say that you could sh- certainly say that so it'd be For la auto show and detroit yeah. auto show to not have oems there that's that's a true statement and over those three years i've heard more and more people say yeah i don't really want to go to sema you know yeah it's just kind of yeah. you got to show face yeah that's and that's you know? part that's how we felt yeah last yeah, time last time we're like yes. yeah you know we've seen it all like it's cool to meet everybody and you know kick it with everybody that you know you've met over the years that's and network and stuff. But and that's how a true trade show works, essentially. Anyways, right. right? Yeah. But in terms of like the actual booths and events and things there, yes. are we really that interested? A thousand Has percent. The internet made it to where no. you don't need to go to this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the biggest, and rightfully so. That's the, probably the biggest reason that these OEMs don't go is. What do they have to gain by showing their stock vehicles that we see there? What date is SEMA on this year? Do you know? November 1 to 4. Shit. Yeah. So I have, through wor- for work, mm-hmm. I have a trade show are also happening in Vegas 6th through 9th. Oh, damn. So really? if I went. You'd have to stay the weekend. I'd have to stay the weekend, yeah. 
Oh shoot. Okay. Well, it's your call. You know. Yeah, I'm but not I mean, I was just gonna ask. Like, are we are we also pulling out of SEMA? Um, or is this gonna make it more fun? You know, is this now is SEMA now gonna turn into like aftermarket, which technically it is, right? Aftermarket trade show. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right in that it technically is an aftermarket trade show. I'd be fine to go for like a day rather than a yeah, full. Yeah, I mean, because who did we see at Ford last year? They gave a they gave Keith Urban a guitar, Keith right? Keith Urban a guitar, like, like, like as that, if he like had he, no money. Oh to, my god, <laughs> yes, for a Fender custom. Yeah, or whatever he got like they should have given some... it away to like people. Yeah, you know, man. like raffle it off or something. And they Ford built him a car. Yes. Um, Jay Leno helped unveil it, and it yeah. was very unspectacular. God, what a circle jerk! <laughs> Dude, seriously, it was the biggest waste of our time. For oh, sure. for sure, yeah. And we didn't even look at the cars that we swam around to get to that event. No, yeah. I mean, we were just kind of part of the sardine crew, and yes. just kind of, oh, what's happening over here? What's yeah, happening? Oh, there's yeah, an announcement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're giving Keith Urban a guitar and a car, even yes. though he doesn't need it. <laughs> God, yeah. You're, I, okay, cool. Goodbye, Ford. Who yes. else is pulling out? So Honda is as well. Okay, that's interesting. I, in a similar vein, well, they're kind of the the bread and butter of the JDM industry almost, right? Although Toyota seems to be taking over a lot of the that potentially, right? In yeah, the yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, But I would definitely say Toyota's bread and butter. I would. Honda, oh. Honda's like the jelly you occasionally pull up, put on. <laughs> At this point, right? Yes, that's yeah. true. Also, VW is backfilling some of the the emptiness of these two OEMs. I'm definitely not going. <laughs> <laughs> really, I, I don't know. What, what does VW have besides the golf uh, GTI? Golf GTI. Yeah, I mean they haven't had a major presence, so maybe now they get to Passat. Like Passat and Jettas, nobody ever really did anything with those cars even in the euro scene right yeah you kind of go you jump to used bmw or used audi before you really jump into volkswagen unless you're doing a gti that's the exception i mean to put it in perspective right like think of what the fat the original fast and the furious did to all those cars yes except for the jetta (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that's true you know like that's interestingly true uh, yeah so oh god okay well maybe they come out with something cool not this year obviously not right okay toyota's gonna stick around so they might have a bit bigger they're gonna grow their presence yeah they're gonna be in the back by honda yeah they they expand out gm might expand out but we didn't even walk through gm yeah because so if honda leaves does acura leave yes a thousand percent okay yes man which would to I guess where your head went was Integra. Is that where your head went? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that, a good point. That, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, okay, that was an opportunity to, to make waves with enthusiasts, right? Yeah. That's what the SEMA trade show is for enthusiasts, right? Right. 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 But now they don't have that. They're yes. gonna have it in. They have to, or maybe they'll have it at booths. Right. They, or the, like the, Garrett the, will have like one right. or something, right? Like I don't know why Garrett would, but. You get the idea. Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah. But does that help the Integra? I mean, because, uh, okay, I'm thinking back to when the Supra was, it was the year of the Supra. Right, yeah. Did all its presence at almost every booth help the Supra elevate? Or was it just time and videos it on did. YouTube? No, it, it did help. Okay. It did help. Okay. I mean, d- despite that we were literally getting beat left and right with Supras, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it kept it top of mind, right? Like... 
I was over here posting all the Supras, you know, like mm. I, it, it was, you know, it sort of forced you to think about it despite you not. We were sort of bashing on the fact that there were so many Supras, but at the yes. same time in our bashing doing marketing for the Supra. That's a thousand percent right? true. Yeah. No, no press is bad press, right? Yep. Yep. Except for no press. Mm -hmm. mm. So it's, yeah, I think um, it wouldn't hurt for them to have the Integra show up. I mean, they're not putting a lot behind that car. I, not really. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. It's not that point. Honda is making a lot of noise about their cars either, though. And it doesn't seem like they're trying to make great performance cars a la Toyota. No. Or they're just playing catch up or like. I mean, the Type R did recently like break a rec front wheel drive record at the Nurburgring? I don't think it was Nurburgring. I think it was Suzuka. Oh, the ja oh okay, yeah, the yeah. Japanese track that they yeah. did. Yeah. So, but that's kind of it. Yeah, right? and we don't almost care cuz like the Nurburgring is the measure right. for everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, so, like why haven't you done that yet? Yeah, like you know. Yeah, we broke the record at, you know, Fontana Speedway. We what do Nobody cares cuz yeah. that's not the measure. Almost. Is this the beginning of the end for SEMA? Ah. Uh, it felt that way last time we were there. It was already like dusty. Yeah, they like, they opened it up to the public at the were, last day. Yeah, there were chairs. Oh yeah, you're right. There were vacant hallways. Oh, they were whole vacant rows. Yes, yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and but like some of that is COVID. Some of ah. But then like, does COVID? Does COVID? Did COVID teach? A lot of companies, manufacturers, aftermarket companies that they don't necessarily need SEMA. I would say yes. You know, like it sort of forced them yes. to stay home. And they were like, wait, I don't have to spend $10,000 on a week right. to promote my product and I'm still doing fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the small players have to be there, but the big players almost definitely don't. When you have production budgets, like I don't know if you watch a lot of the Porsche videos on YouTube. Uh yeah. Do they come up on your feeds or whatever? Like by o Porsche or OEM Porsche yeah, videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't need SEMA. No, definitely not. They've Porsche. got the money. And oh yeah. Willingness to throw like content at us that are like super awesome, super fun, super amazing, and you know they don't need. They have no SEMA presence. Well, they might with B Dub now, right? But yeah, they don't need a SEMA presence. We'll see what VW does. I'll, I'll be interested. I, I'm, I'm still interested in going this year, but mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. Okay. I mean, next year with F1 happening in Vegas. Yeah. Well, that might be an opportunity for them to have a resurgence if they don't die by then. Yes. Yes. That's an interesting point. That, But Honda, that's a big one. That's a big one. I would that's say a that's a massive big one. one. Because they brought F1 cars. They brought an F1 car, the Type S, uh, NSX, yeah. Civic SI that nobody really paid attention to. Um, what else? I guess we're going to have to find another place to kick it with the homies that, yes. we, that are coming from every, all over the United States. Yeah, true, know, so true. Or we'll have our own like 91 Octane trade show. Or we'll just do something outside of um, SEMA and go there for just a casual Oh, visit. yeah, yeah, just right? kind of not even go into SEMA, just kind of yeah. kick it on the outside. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to hang out, we'll yeah. meet you at Best Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Your best uh, favorite restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yes. but let's get into our next headline. So on a rating of 1 to 10, how good would you rate yourself at identifying cars 
on pictures of body panels. Out of one to ten? Yeah. The, oh, that's tough. This is any car. Any no, car. Any car. Like if I showed you, a you know, a picture of a like a fender panel? and a headlight, picture of a quarter, you if know, you give picture me a headlight, of a door. I'm good. If it's a but, door. But how, what good? Like one to ten, like if, what's good? If it's a headlight, I could say seven, eight. Okay. Even taillight, I would say seven, eight, because that's a very distinct design feature of a right. car. It's but do you have enough of a catalog in your head to warrant a seven or eight? I, I think I do. But if you go classics, I'm out. Like, I can't go past 90s, older than 90s, 80s. I might be a little bit there. But that's where I start to fade is 80s. Newer than that, it gets better and better. I would say. Okay, yeah. And maybe recent times I'm a little bit fading out too just because I don't care as much. Right. As I used to as a child or a young person. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say I'm strongest in the 90s and the two, early 2000s. Okay, well. And I, I'm an 8 there. I'd say I, I'm an 8 there. I wouldn't put myself that high. Okay. I would probably be like a 6 and a 7. Okay. And now there's a website that you can test yourself on. Oh, fun. So there's a website called Cardle. Which is a which is a play on Wordle. Okay. You know, okay, are you okay. familiar with Wordle? Yes, I am. Okay, mm -hmm. so the concept with Wordle, I won't explain that. It's the same thing as a concept as Cardle. Mm -hmm. You get five chances to guess the car. Okay. And these five chances give you five different pictures every time you fail on a guess. For the same car. For the same car. Oh, they give you five pictures. They give you five pictures. So they show you one picture. Uh huh. And it'll be like. It'll, it could be a headlight. It could be a door. It'll any part, but it's not going to be the whole car. Yes. And then you take a guess. If you okay. fail, uh -huh. then it gives you another picture of another area of the car. Oh. And if you fail, it gives you another one up to five times. That's cool. Right? If you miss all five, then you, uh -huh. you didn't get it. And okay. um, the website currently, it's in the very early stages, there's one car a day. Uh-huh. Uh, so the car that they had today was a Lamborghini Diablo. So it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. Is that how Wordle is? is I don't daily? know. I okay. haven't played okay. Wordle, I've, okay. but I've played Cardle. Okay, okay. And it took me four tries to get a Lamborghini Diablo. Ah. Yeah, okay. I thought it was a 300 GT based on the front uh, fender headlight. Wait, 3000 GT? A 3000 GT. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. The Which was way off. And I guessed... I guessed it twice because first I just put three thousand GT, uh -huh. and then I, and then it said I was wrong. So I was like, "Oh, it's probably because I didn't put Mitsubishi." So I put Mitsubishi three thousand, okay. and that was wrong. And then I put McLaren F one, that was wrong. Okay, and then I saw the rear. They ah, showed me the rear, and, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this is of course it's a Diablo." Okay, right. Okay. So I was able to get it right. It's a pretty fun game. Yeah, it's a UK based website. Awesome. So it's called it's Cardle.uk. Okay. Um, I'm interested in them expanding this. It's funny because I uh, I belong to a Reddit a subreddit sure. called Name That Car. Oh, which really? is the same concept. They'll throw up like a picture of a very a very grainy picture of like a fender. Okay, and then everybody will take shots at like w naming what the car is. But you see everybody's responses. you see everybody's responses. Okay, okay. This is a little better, better. designed, yes. right? Because it's yes, an individual yes. game. Yes. So, uh, I'm 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 interested to see this expand into yeah. a different game or That's like a, cool. a more complex game. Uh -huh. But yeah, uh -huh. I thought it was pretty cool, pretty yeah. fun to play. Huh. As if we need more things to waste our time. <laughs> During work. During that, work, sure. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, shit. I gotta, of the day. I'm like in the middle of a meeting like, ah, uh, 3,000 GT. 
<laughs> Lambo Diablo. Nice. So yeah, no, I thought Very it was nice. really cool. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm cool to I'm gonna play this. We'll post it up just so everybody can play it too. See if if you get it every day. Yes. I won't post the car every day because that'd be cheating. But I'll post the website. How many days have you tried it? Just today? Just yesterday. Just yesterday. Just yesterday. So there should be a new car today. Cardle? Cardle.uk. Should we try it right now? Nah, nah. No, that's, okay, that, that's okay, not okay, podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. We got to jump on Twitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next headline. So the M2 teaser came out this week. I don't know if you are aware of that. Yes. What struck me about this is that they're building the M2s in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo, my Mexican <laughs> friends. The M now stands for Mexicano. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the first M car built in in Mexico. In North America at that, right? Uh, or no, I, I think. We're, I'm pretty sure there's been M cars built in Spartanburg. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, so first car in Mexico for sure. For sure, yeah. Right. First Latino M2. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say it that way. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess my question to you as a BMW fan, mm-hmm. um, does it lose its prestige because it's not being built in Germany? Nah. No? Nah. Nah. Really? Yeah. No. Nah. Like, I think the only <laughs> there are people that are gonna say that. Right? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, you purists. Yes. It's not made in Germany. It's not yeah. German anymore. Right. You know, it's a Latino thing. Right. It's a, right now right. it's not. But like, uh, w- it's already been proven that cars can be built outside of wherever they originated. Correct. That's right? correct. Yeah. Um. You know the the practices that have been learned in Germany are taken to Spartanburg mm-hmm. or taken to mm-hmm. uh what is the plant car uh plant San Luis Potosí is yes, yeah, yes yes is the is the plant in Mexico so i think uh you know as long as they're using the same practices there's no, there's no reason to believe that it's going to be a lower quality mm. now the the i think the thing you lose is uh, the the this plant in Mexico is exclusively building the M2 Meaning they are supplying this car to the, the world. world. Okay. Yeah. So it's a global <clears throat> exclusive thing. So you lose the, you might lose, I don't know if you do, but the ability to go pick up your car in Germany, right? That BMW has that's offered true. that. That's true. That's a prestigious, right? like, that's a bucket list thing yeah, for you. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, a little diva touch to. Yeah. But like, if they could give me the same experience in Mexico. I would go. To I'm Mexico. down. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Much easier trip. Yeah. You that's know, true. that's true. Get to go hang out in Mexico for a little while. Right. Ah, uh, man. I like it's okay. But honestly, I'm I'm Latino. So I, I'm I understand that will, I'm biased. There's a willingness for you to go. There's to a willingness. Mexican, right. Mexico, like I know yes. that this car is helping Latin America. Yeah. And because of that solely, I'm like, dude, fuck. Yeah, I'm down. Mm. But I mean, if it was built in, let's say Spartanburg, le- yeah. I mean, well, that's it's American built, so that there's there's still a bias there, right? Yes. Let's for me okay. at least, right? Okay. Because I am American, Latin American. Oh, right? that's what you mean. Let's. Yeah. So then, let's say. Let's say it was built in Korea. Yes. Right. It, God, there's still a bias there. <laughs> <laughs> Africa, South Africa, South Africa, South Africa, so, built in South Africa. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I wouldn't be as excited about it because okay. it's like it's not my people. Yes. But it's still not devaluing the car to me. Okay. Um well, let's also put on put that out there that Mexico has grown exponentially in the capability for manufacturing cars. Oh yeah, for sure. They exclusively make all like the Americans is um, small cars. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever is left, which yeah. is almost nothing. But and they were making. This isn't the first time they've made German cars, a la Volkswagen. So correct. I mean, it, they've been making the bug till yeah, exactly. Long? The OG bug. Yeah, right? they're probably still making it. No, I mean, I, <laughs> no, they stopped sometime, but I don't okay. remember when. Yeah, but recently, they yeah, stopped. recently they stopped. Yes, they were the only yes. ones to make fuel injected ones you know like so wow those are fuel injected those beetles the newer ones are yeah. oh okay no i thought you meant the old ones they uh, converted oh uh, no 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 the 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 newer the OG newer old bugs is fuel injected? yeah it was fuel injected yeah wow. yeah yeah as somewhere in like the 70s 80s somewhere there it crossed over to fuel injected oh, yeah interesting yeah so okay, okay. um so yeah i mean i that dude yeah I'm, capability I'm, they've got it yeah they can truck them over to our side of the um border yeah so it's accessible yep um very accessible for us as americans it'll keep things more affordable mm -hmm, for us that's true but this is a global thing too so it might think make things more expensive for europe it probably it possibly could yeah quite honestly but yeah. we're the bigger market yeah so makes sense yeah it i'm excited does make sense seems like i was like man this is like a like sort of a low-key cinco de mayo announcement you know <laughs> was it yesterday that they announced i it, thought or? yeah i'm okay, pretty sure okay. i saw this announced yesterday okay. so but they didn't kind of tie it into it right yes. like it was kind of just Absolutely subtle yes. well, let's announce it on cinco de mayo but not say anything <laughs> yes but thought it was cool the mm -hmm. first the first Latino M car. <laughs> so then you got to buy it. <laughs> Dude, so so I wrote down. I have this on my headline, too. Oh, okay, okay. And okay, I okay. wrote down. That's why I had so much to say about it. <laughs> okay. So that, so then I wrote down two questions, right, that mm. I need you to help me with. Sure, right? sure. Do I stay classic and get another E36 M3? Okay. Or do I get the first Latino M? So if the roles were reversed, and let's say made it in the Philippines. <laughs> you wouldn't buy it. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um let's say everything all else the same like i trusted filipino manufacturing which i don't personally <laughs> okay um all of that aside and let's say they were on shore right right all of that good stuff um i would actually almost say yeah you probably should go brand new latino m yeah and the part of, the reason is is um for me having a new car is nice compared to the shit boxes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's it. Yeah. Like Creature comforts. You Apple, know. Apple CarPlay and yeah. like oh, Android yeah. Auto. Yeah. Those, I, I I I wish I had that. <laughs> you know. Like, I don't have to plug my phone into the aux. It yeah. automatically detects. Yeah, it, man. You know? Like yeah. I don't have that shit. Like it. That, that looks nice. So let me pose. A, okay. So so between the E36 M3 and the Latino latino uh -huh. m car let's yes. say it correct latino m car uh -huh. the latino m car wins now let me make it a little more difficult sure. so so this m2 mm -hmm. is gonna come with the detuned s52 which i is, mean uh s58 which is in the supra which is no the no. supra has the b58 oh, okay right different. but let but there's rumors that uh -huh. a supra will get the s58 right so is the S that, that's the M4 motor? Oh, so it's the detuned M4 M3 motor. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now it's I'm, detuned. I'm, yes. Okay. Yes. So it if you had the choice, ah, right Good of question. 
of an M2 with an S58 six-speed versus a Supra with, with a, a B58 six-speed, six uh-huh. which one are you taking? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I would obviously have to lean Supra just because... It's why, like the why G- though? For me, um, just having a Supra is like a kind of a bucket list thing. Like the M2, we didn't grow up with the M2. Yeah. So there's not as much nostalgia, heartstrings getting plucked yeah. with the M2 buy okay. versus the even a B58 um, Supra. Even though it's a BMW Supra, it's a Supra. Yeah. It's assembled in Germany, correct, the, the Supras? Uh, is it built or assembled in Germany? I don't remember or? anymore. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. And is the difference like... Is the is the um, short block the same between the M's uh, the B fifty eight and this? Yeah, S- essentially the the like, B is a single turbo, S fifty eight is twin turbo. Okay, you know okay. obviously that's going to modifying internals and stuff but a the, little bit, but in general, it's there's the, a lot it, of yeah, similarities. it's a lot of similarities. Like the the mm. same reliability that it gives you know to one is received by the other. But my other next question is: is the current M twos or the older M twos you can elevate it? to m3 m4 level power like can you swap the m3 turbo onto the m2 and basically have an m3 a poor man's m3 no i mean this is it's the same motor so so it's just detuned so, so you could tune it you could tune it to competition spec right at l- theoretically right that's yes, the limit because yes. comp spec for the s58 it's 503 horsepower okay so you can theoretically tune it to that power but I mean, realistically, you're probably going over that, right? So they, it's not like a smaller turbo. It's no, not, it's so there's a, no hardware changes really. No, it's a tune. no, yeah, it's, it's it's just a tune. Then, yeah. ooh, that's a tough. That it makes it spicier. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you've got like insane horsepower at your disposal on that tiny ass car. But so does the B58. The B58 true. has been proven to to handle some some mad power. Yes, I don't. Although the 2022 and on Supras. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they cracked the ECUs yet to oh, tune them. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know you can tune the older ones, but the newer ones, I think there's still some difficulties. Okay. Okay. So there's that to consider. But six speed for yeah uh, for six speed, I would probably still just go Supra again. It's a, a purest sports car. Um, you just don't want to be inside a Latino. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, M- the M2 was on my list. I know. It that's is what, on my list, That's actually. why I was a little surprised. I thought yes. you might have leaned a little more M2, considering all the all the options that sort of give the M2 the win, right? The horsepower, a the S seat. motor, a back the back seat. seat. Yeah. Yes. The color combos. Even of- the front seats are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you the the, um, the color combos of the M2 with Astoro Blue and that, like, that brown that it's like the dark rich like baseball glove brown yeah. oh my gosh yeah but the uniqueness of the supra yes even even i think that mm-hmm. that it wins in that category mm-hmm. but how much of that can get can wear over time you know what i mean like ooh that's a good question the attention too. getting of a supra you know i haven't driven one for a weekend like is that something i would want to deal with constantly that's a good question. Yeah, and it's not even like, 
I know we're talking about it like it's a Ferrari, but it it really draws attention. You yeah, know? like it's yeah, that's you can't deny that. So N and M two probably mm. would go unnoticed in SoCal, definitely. Yeah, like okay, like, uh, the difference is the Supra is going to give you attention from everybody. Yes, the M two is going to give you attention from enthusiasts. Ah. And, I, and I much rather have a conversation uh-huh. at a gas station with an enthusiast yes. than the alternative, which would be whatever, a kid oogling. So from an attention perspective, um, I understand because that's the attention I get in the S2000. Oh, really? It's more enthusiast. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of teenager. Yeah. But a lot of enthusiasts. Yes, yes. And like other people don't. They think it's a Miata or, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, and yeah. That, that's fine with me. So I do prefer that level. Right. I haven't experienced Supra level, Ferrari level attention. Yeah. And I could see how it could be very annoying because I'm kind of low key also. Yeah. So I would prefer that component of it. What snobs? Yes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. We're only cool with car enthusiasts. <laughs> but it's real. Like, yeah, it, it no, is real. it's real. Like, yes. I, you know, I don't. It, uh, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like the flash. I like the love for cars. Yes, absolutely. So absolutely. It's going to be hard, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Uh, if they drop an S58 Supra, let's say. Yes. And now the it the cost of a S58 Supra is more than an M2 with a detuned S58. Mm hmm. I'm going. I'm going M2. No question. You're going Latino. Yeah, I'm going Latino. <laughs> Latino motorsport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be interesting once this comes out. I'm like itching to get into a new car. Are you? For no reason. Yeah. It just feels like it's time. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's it's just time. It's been a couple years. Yeah, yes. it's time to get into something new. Uh-huh. Get like get a bit of a refresh. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of getting into this mode like with my cell phones. Like I, I never tr- trade in or get rid of my cell phones. Okay. For mostly like privacy concerns. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I just have an accumulation of smartphones. Like I meet Smithsonian of smartphones oh, okay. in my house, right? Okay. I have my old sidekick. I have, you know, the first Google wow. smartphone. Uh-huh. I have all that stuff. So, like, I feel like I'm heading in that direction with cars, too. Like oh, I, I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I said I was going to sell the E92. Backtrack. Backpedaled that. So fast, yeah, yeah, and I just I can't I can't get rid of them, mm. and I should like f- the fiscally responsible decision would be to get rid of them, right? So that's holding me back because now I'm having to like save enough to where I c- don't have to get rid of them and yes. then get into a new car, right? I am never in my life, okay, I won't say never, but at the moment I refuse to get into two car payments. I can. I can empathize with that. For yeah. Sure. So I have at least just for myself, like say I had a kid, that's sort of a different story. Right. But just for myself, I currently still have my truck pr- truck payment. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I would need to clear that. Yes. And then get my Latino M2. <laughs> you know, so so there's there's those challenges, but I'm itching to get into something new, man. But if you sold the E92, paid off the truck. Now you're queued up for the M2 is what easy you're, is, peasy is what you're saying easy peasy queue up yes. yeah yeah I would definitely if they gave me the pickup in Mexico option I'd be like <laughs> put on my sombrero and head out how man. far is that um 
Or is it like closer to Mexico City? Or I think it's closer to Mexico City, but I don't okay. know exactly okay. ge- you know where it is geographically. Okay. okay. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. On my turn, a bit of a history lesson. So, did you know Gone in sixty seconds is part of a cinematic universe? I did not. Okay, so it's a bit interesting. Um, so we'll start with H. B. Halicki, right? That mean that name means nothing to you. Yes. He was a mechanic in California that uh, opened his own impound and towing business. And he said, screw this. I'm going to start making movies. And became a director, a writer, a stuntman, and a filmmaker. And in 1974, he wrote, directed, produced, and starred in... The original one. The original Gone in 60 Seconds. Okay. Right? So that became a cult classic due to, like, Apparently, it has an unusual style, mm-hmm. right? And we'll, we'll throw up some posters. These movies have some of the coolest posters um, of that era. I kind of want to get these posters now and put them up, put them up on my car. Okay. On uh, my room or my garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also had, like, novel extensive chase scenes that were huge for that era. Okay. Right? Sure. Um, and... In the finale of this movie in 1974, he did a 128-foot jump that resulted in 10 compacted vertebrae in his back. Oh, like the Ford uh, Raptor guy from last like week. Like the we Ford Raptor yeah, guy, okay. exactly. Okay. It left him with a limp for the rest of his life. Yikes. Right? So, but that he was like, screw it. It's not going to stop me. Uh-huh. So in 1982, he came out with The Junkman or The Junkman. Okay. And this movie takes place in the same universe as Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, wow. And he also wrote, directed, produced, and starred in it. So these are all independent movies. I didn't realize the original Gone in 60 Seconds was an independent film. I didn't either. I thought it was a big you know, production. Mm-hmm. So uh, they actually used footage from the original Gone in 60 Seconds in this movie and referenced it to indicate that it was part of the same universe. Oh, okay. They, in 1982, they used 200 cars for this movie, and only about 40-ish survived. <laughs> this guy was a madman. You know, like, he was into just wrecking shit. I, I mean, that for makes a movie. for attention. Being, he was an, a car guy that really, really wanted to drive, like, a car guy movie. I feel like this was the Fast and the Furious before the Fast and the oh, Furious. Okay, well... A little bit. Yeah. Right? That, like, yeah. the stunts, he didn't have the luxury of CGI. Right. So he's just like, I'm going to do the most hardcore stunts that you can imagine, even if that's the cost of my body. With terribly handling cars. Terribly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was in the 80s. So then right. a year later in 1983, he comes out with Deadline Auto Theft, which is also part of the Gone in 60 Seconds universe. Interesting. And they do the same thing. They take... Uh, they take um, footage from gone in 60 seconds mm-hmm. and from the Junkman, mm-hmm. and use it in deadline auto theft nice. and the premise of deadline auto theft is that uh basically cops are chasing this guy i forget his name but he has in order to get out he has to steal 40 cars right 40 cars in one night without being caught did you try to watch it? Is that what you're saying? I am. Do I have them all queued up? Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't able to like put them all down. Put them all down. I, mm-hmm. I started watching the first one, and I was like, you know what? This is, I'm gonna binge these. Oh, okay. So I kind of want to clear like an afternoon. Was it on YouTube or is no. it? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. YouTube and like some like obscure virus websites. <laughs> <laughs> so- 
Okay. So, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, I might lose a laptop after seeing these. Um, so then he comes out with Deadline Auto Theft, which he also writes, directs, and stars in. Right. Okay. So, um, they like I said, he made up scenes or whatever. Uh, Forty cars without being caught. So then we get through that movie. Now he's sort of gone through that full cycle. He's ready to go back to Gone in sixty seconds too. So okay. we've made it to nineteen eighty nine. Okay. So you and I are already alive at yes, this point. We are. Uh, and he also writes, directs, and produces this movie, which is crazy to me that you know he's he's not getting any like backing from studios. For this stuff, considering, I mean, I don't know when the original one became a cult classic, but it's, from all I've read, it seemed to be pretty immediate. Okay, sure. So uh, it was weird that he didn't get the support. So anyway, he was preparing for the film's main stunt in which a 160-foot-tall uh, water tower falls over, right? And uh, I think it was supposed to collapse, like, in front of him as he was driving, which, again, alludes to the whole Fast and the Furious yes. before Fast and the Furious thing, yeah. right? The stabilizing cable that was holding up the water tower cut loose. It snapped. And then it sheared off a telephone pole that fell on Halicki, killing him instantly. <laughs> wow. Dude, it's like this guy had like, I mean, I, it's, so he was a mechanic. He decides to make movies. He does a ton of crazy shit with cars. Yes. And then all of a sudden dies by a water tower. Falling on his head. Well, yeah. Well, a telephone pole fell on his head. Right. But, and he kills him instantly. Wow. And I was just like, why has no one made a movie about this guy? Just this story alone, you know? Kind of all the shit he did. He's limping around from the first movie. Yeah. He's still doing stunt driving in his other movies. Yes. And then his last stunt results in his death. Man, like olden times, like men were real men. Oh, dude! dude. Oh my! I mean, like I said, there was no CGI, so they had to do this. It's all real shit. You know, there's. I mean, there is. I would say, you know, there isn't much of a difference between this and like Jackie Chan. That's a good argument. You know, absolutely. And Jackie Chan just had the advantage of surviving. (laughs) You know, a thousand percent. You know, he had countless injuries. He fell off roofs. Did you well? And this is a sidetrack. Did you know that all of those stunts were basically planned like on the spot? Oh yeah, yeah. I've watched Jackie a Chan. ton of documentaries yeah. on this okay. dude. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. Like, like to the to the point where in uh, Who Am I? Mm-hmm. When he jumps, like a, a, I forget what platform he jumped onto, in which he rolled an ankle, so his ankle was all swollen. Uh huh. So they printed up a sock that looked like his other foot. <laughs> yeah. No, that was um. Not Super Cop. It was the Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, that was Rumble in the Bronx? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I got that yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah. They printed up a sock. Yeah. That looked like a shoe. Yeah, and yeah, leg, yeah. And he kept on going. And that's wild. On a broken ass leg. All for movies. All for the movie. Yeah, and that's the same thing here. Wow. You know? yes. Yeah, take that, Vin Diesel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he And Vin Diesel got in an argument with his director. What do you mean? Oh, well, what? That was probably going to be my next headline. Oh, shit. Okay. So let's, uh, well, let me finish this off go then. Go for it. So then in 1995, six years after his death, uh-huh. his widow says, hey, Jerry Bruckheimer, do you want to make remake Gone in 60 Seconds? So even the 2000 uh, Nick Cage version of Gone in 60 Seconds is inspired by a Halicki, even though it was the widow. Um, and that kind of wraps a bow on the whole story. 
now there is a Chevy Camaro from the Junkman being auctioned off. Oh, like and it's, it's yeah, it's a CHP uh, like liveried out okay. from that movie, and so we'll see how it does on uh, bring it bring a launder. I mean, uh, bring a trailer. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, the story of HB Halicki, man. That that dude is man's man like you said that is really interesting yeah it's pretty wild yes so vin diesel so okay so yeah my final headline is that justin lynn the director from fast and furious 5 to current yeah the one they're actually making now right right i guess space wasn't far enough for them <laughs> so they're probably gonna do time travel next oh for sure whatever, yeah right um i guess vin diesel was i uh, came to the set out of shape um, being a diva, and so that director decided to call it quits, and they had to backfill him with some other director of some sort. Oh, really? Yes. Was so, it during the filming of the last one or the next one? This next one that's currently being filmed. Oh. Yes. What? So, I mean... So I, I guess it's not all about family, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I kind of stopped watching like you know eight or nine i don't even remember when i stopped watching it i haven't stopped watching but this behavior makes me stop watching makes yeah. me want to stop watching i mean what's keeping you there just the nostalgia the uh um... ah, the ridiculousness okay of it okay i mean like if somebody told you yo bow wow builds a jet car and sell sends ludicrous to space and tyrese to space and aren't you curious if it's a scion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it—it's—it's—it's yes. it's, uh, it's weird. It's—it's it's definitely like a second screen watch now. You know, oh, it's, yeah. I'm not watching it as intently as I watched the first four or yes, five. Right. You know, um, you're you're watching it while you're working on your car. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, where it's, it's that like bad. it's that low. I'll, I'll have to watch it four or five times to capture the whole story. Right. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm busy doing something else. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I don't mind it. I still get excited for them. But now with all this stuff, it's like, dude, you've done how many of these? Yes. How much money is this giving you? Right. H.P. Halicki gave his leg. And is. died trying to make his movies. <laughs> right. And you're complaining about what? Yeah. You know, exactly. like that, that that's kind of whack. But that's weird that it drove the director to quit. Which kind of makes sense because, I mean, The Rock quit the, the series. Oh, I didn't know he quit. Yeah, he pretty much quit that series because uh. of Vin Diesel. Oh, really? And they tried to, like, make amends. Like, Vin Diesel tried to, like, publicly make amends and publicly, like, call him back. And The Rock was like, you know. Fuck Over, you, jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, The Rock doesn't need it. Yeah. Uh, oh, obviously. for sure. 100%. Yes. Yeah. He yes. doesn't need it at all. No, not at all. Oh. So it's definitely because of the beef with Vin Diesel. So Vin Diesel, I mean, outside of this movie and the Chronicles of Riddick, I don't really see Vin Diesel's career. Oh, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the voice of the Groot. Oh, oh God. Really? Oh, yeah. His like, one liner. Like, Groot. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Without Fast and Furious, I would argue Vin Diesel's is nothing. Yeah, he's nothing. Yeah, that's why he's milking it for all it's worth. He'll probably be at car shows and SEMA signing autographs in like no time. Oh, for sure, he's gonna be that guy. For but like, 
how short-sighted you know like yes with yeah. like the rock is like the biggest star yes. right now he's yeah. in everything yeah it's he's prob- just it's gonna make you more money to have him around it's probably an ego thing oh right? for sure for he's sure a bigger star for yeah. that movie and bigger that w- muscles yeah bigger you, uh, yeah yes. bigger everything yes you know probably no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes yeah they had a measuring contest right but because I, I thought the beef was just i remember there being tyrese and rock beef yeah for a no, little while it was definitely also vin diesel Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I was there, but yeah. That's why, yes. Oh my god, dude. I know. It just just end it is yes. I guess is my perspective yeah, for on, sure. the, on the whole thing like yeah. just end it. Like l- you guys are going to be divas about getting all this money. Right. For how, like 20 years. And uh, I mean, how much of it is the studio Universal's pushing it versus you know pushing the movies? Yes. I mean, what else are they doing? Um that's a good question. Like all the actors, what is Luda doing? There, not no music. What, what that's is, for sure. Yeah, what is Tyrese doing? No music. That's for sure. We already said Vin Diesel. We doing already nothing. said Bow Wow. The, the Bow Wow. Oh my, he's faking like pictures on like uh, yeah, jet planes. I heard, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Uh, the Rock has got plenty of going on. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I guess there's Han. What's what's Han doing? Oh, he's been in some of the Asian movies. Okay, so he's, he's kind doing of that. yes, yes. Okay, so he's good. He's kind of okay. Yes. Who else was there? Gal, Gal Gadot. She's got a career. Oh, is she still in the movies? I she's don't think... in. She's in a lot of major motion pictures. No, no, I mean, she was. She's still oh. in the Fast and the Furious. I don't think she oh, was. Oh, she probably left, huh? Some yeah, time ago? yeah. Well, she wasn't in the last one then. The, the jetpack one. I have trouble identifying Gal Gadot, man. Oh yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I don't. I just don't even see her. Okay. Okay. Uh, so maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. I don't okay. think she was. Okay. I think she was replaced by somebody else. Maybe. I mean, Charlize Theron is in it, right? Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. So it's not Charlize Theron? I don't know. <laughs> it could be either or. She's, okay. It's French, right? So I don't know. It's something. That's I don't know. Not... She's still in it, yeah. yeah she, but what's okay. she doing? Uh, she does. She she had some she movies. She does stuff. <laughs> she had that movie on Netflix uh, okay. recently, right? So okay. she, she does definitely. Well, Netflix is failing. She's so. on Mad Max. You know, uh, she's, okay, she's yeah, done yeah. some movies. She's done some stuff. Yes. So they've got some big names, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. most of the cast isn't doing much else. Most of the cast. But I, w- I could see wh- how the studio would be pushing this versus yes, milking it till yeah, it's till, bone dry. Yeah, till yeah. it dies. Yes. And I don't I don't know that it's really died yet. I mean, if it's if it's making money at the theaters. Yeah, but I think it's getting there. It's got to it's be. It's definitely getting there. I gave up on it such a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the nostalgia pull is gone. Yes. So now it's strictly an action movie pull. Yes. It's sort of like The Expendables, right? There was like three of those, right? Maybe four. Three or four yeah, of those, and then they di- fizzled out. Yeah. So let's say that the action movies started in The Fast and the Furious 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good argument. Right? Yeah. So four, the, they'll, four, they'll be dead yeah. by nine. This mm. next one will be ten, I think. I believe so, yes. So this this tenth one is probably going to be the big flop that does them in. <laughs> it makes sense because the yeah. uh, new director new director, going to be a whole new... It's not even going to be the same vibe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Prepare for the demise of the Fast and the Furious. And aside from one, I would argue like the, the four or five is where it kind of shot into like outer space with its like craziness and wildness right ye five was it five was that the one with the safe? three was tokyo drift yes. five was the safe 
Okay, so I that one was a safe. But yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, for yeah. Some odd reason, I it was real. It. it was real. Yeah, it was real. I think uh, f- five was sort of the action movie blend that still it didn't capture the car world, but Correct. but it was still exciting. Yes. And then I think five is where it's kind of like, all right, now you're just stuffing, right? Like he, shocked down our yes, throats, and yeah. it's not really exciting anymore. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Yes, so, yes. but they've they've been able to pull milk a ton it. out. Yeah, they absolutely milked it. Anyway, those are your headlines for the week. Let's get into our next segment, the Draw Report Gran Turismo edition. And this time, we're moving into the second book of Gran Turismo Seven, the European Classic Compacts. Mm. Indeed, yes. And for those who don't know, the draw report is Demolition Derby, rent or own. Mm-hmm. And it is where we decide which car we want to take to the Demolition Derby, which car we want to rent for like a weekend, and which car we want to outright own. Mm-hmm. Out of these three options, so the European Classic Compact book from Gran Turismo 7's Cafe, a.k.a. Cafe Carrera, <laughs> um, <laughs> is the 1968 Fiat 500F. Yes. Mm-hmm. The 1965 Mini Cooper S and a car we've spoken about already today, 1966 Volkswagen 1200 Beetle Bug. I don't remember. I, I confuse them. Yes. Bug. All right. Yep. So, Randy, uh, to kick us off, uh, do you have an idea where you're categorizing these? Yes. So later on, cafe menus within Gran Turismo um, force you to modify the Mini Cooper. Okay, yes. You remember that, yes, right? Yes, yes. I remember doing the race. Yes. And being like, man, I'm so much slower than the rest of these cars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what I did was I turboed my um, Cooper yeah. in, in the game. I think I gave it a high RPM turbo, not the mid or low. Right. I don't remember. Nonetheless, um, because it forced me to modify it, I, f- I discovered a lot of fun in the Mini Cooper. Right. And I will say that with the Volkswagen, I don't have any n- nostalgia factor to it. Nah, it's the Nazi car. Well, not even just that. Like, okay, so you you grew up in California. I did. So you grew up like really seeing this car. I had a f- very close friend for a really long time that mm-hmm. owned one in high school. Yes. And it was the dopest. Was it? Yeah. Really? It was like, it was just like an extension. He had it lowered. It it was okay. it it was sort of like. You know, we didn't, I don't come from an affluent area, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of like he was our lowrider dude. Oh, you know? okay. And it was okay. cool. It was it, it had a whole vibe to it. It was cherry red. It was, yes. you know, yes. and it, it, you know, had the little pea shooters and it was loud and it was uh-huh. fun. And uh-huh. when you were in it, it felt like you were going a million miles an hour because <laughs> it was a tin can, you know? Yes, yes, yes. So it, it was pretty cool. Uh-huh. I would say it was pretty uh-huh. cool for sure. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I was never really into it for me. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you admired it from afar, but you had no desire to own one. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, I would actually say I don't know if in Guatemala this is the same story, but in the Philippines, everybody also had the Beetle. Oh no! Is that not a, is that a true statement or not? Maybe in, in the city, but I, we're not from the city, so oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And and in rural areas, you had to have trucks. So oh, okay. yeah, there was no way this car was going to make it through dirt. Got it. And that yeah. makes a ton of sense. And there were no Baja buggies back then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for they sure. They were lifting them up. Nah, that wasn't going to happen. Okay, so in my case, in the Philippines, my uncle and my dad had one of these. Okay, okay. There's no pictures. There's no proof. They tell stories. Okay. My uncle still wants one. It's on his bucket list. Um, but 
despite that being kind of like an heirloom, if you want to call it that, I have no affinity to the Volkswagen. Right, right. I didn't grow up seeing it because they rusted out in Michigan, so none survived yeah. pretty much. So for the Joe Report this week, it's almost an easy derby for me to say that the Fiat is going to get derbied. You're going to die. I will die, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I maybe the Volkswagen is your best chance of surviving, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I guess I'm willing to take the sacrifice. And, yeah, shit, it's it's a clown car. Yeah. The, the I mean, you're talking about that, that. Okay, so the Fiat has 16 horsepower. It has 16 horsepower. It is 1,100 pounds. It's, yeah, 32 kilo, kilos per horsepower. Yes. yes. So, 72 pounds. pounds for the Americans. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, whereas the V-Dub is a little bit heavier at 2,600 pounds. Yeah, so over twice the weight. And the Mini is 1,330, so a close um, close to the Fiat. Yeah, Makes yeah. Makes sense because it's European for Europe. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, yes, I guess I'm willing to die. I won't even win the Derby yeah. with the Fiat, most likely, right? Yeah. Unless <laughs> wow, you're willing to. That's how much it's you how bad. It's yeah. How, it's how bad I would consider the Fiat as a... Uh, my willingness yes to drive and own it okay so then to own the car and to rent a car i would say i would rent out the volkswagen beetle okay because of that coolness nostalgia factor yeah yeah there's a lot of nice builds of them out here yes i'd like to i'll i'll say i'd like to experience it a little bit you know but never really care to own it and because again this is a wholly a grand turismo experience so it's very digital and never not 100% real. Yeah. But um that souped up Cooper S the 65 I had fun in it when I was running against some of the other cars on that track. Ton of fun. Yes. So I have to say I would actually probably keep the Cooper. Own the Cooper. Own the Cooper. And um, my list is exactly the same. Is it really? Yeah, it's exactly the same. And I was kind of waffling between derbying the fiat and the volkswagen okay for the same reason right the, I'm, I'm gonna die in the derby if i take the fiat okay it's a like i said 16 horsepower mm -hmm. 22 foot pounds of torque <laughs> no power whatsoever right 1100 pounds so it's like an e-bike today basically yes exactly <laughs> exactly crazy. yeah that's crazy so uh, like that, you're, yeah. you're gonna die like yeah. there's no way you're gonna survive it i mean i think you're the only advantage I thought was maybe the car is small enough to where you can kind of be a little more agile mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. wave through oh, groups. Oh, yeah, sure. But the power-to-weight ratio for the Fiat is 72 pounds per horsepower. Mm -hmm. For the Volkswagen, it's 77 pounds per horsepower. So kind of close, huh? So actually, the Fiat gets the advantage with less weight per horsepower. Right. So the Fiat would do better in a demolition derby mm -hmm. if I was just trying to get away from everybody. Yes. So it actually gives me a better chance to survive as a compact car. I see. Yeah, so that's yes. why I chose the Fiat. Okay. The Volkswagen will get rented because of the nostalgia factor. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's not going to win any races. Yes. It's not a dragster. It's I a don't cruiser. Really, yeah, it's a cruiser, especially yeah. in California. You'll yeah. be cool for a weekend. Yeah. You know, all the old heads will know all you. All the geezers will be yeah. like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This kid is cool, <laughs> man. You know, like yes. bring out my uh, my yeah. cheech and mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. uh, gear and, and, and drive through the with uh, the with a one foot blunt <laughs> <laughs> or joint actually yeah, we joint. parked man <laughs> yeah. 
Classic. You know, you know? Yes, yes. so then uh, and then the Mini Cooper, same, you know, uh, obviously the Gran Turismo experience, but I've also known it. Also, it's 20 pounds per horsepower mm-hmm. power to weight ratio on the Mini Cooper. So even out of the box, you're already beating out the Fiat 500 and the Volkswagen yes. extremely in terms of performance. Mm. The Mini Cooper is already known as a reliable like track weapon. Yes. Even even these older ones. Yes. Right? It's mm-hmm. not just the newer ones. 64 horsepower, 1 liter, 55 foot-pounds of torque. So it's not big, mm-hmm. but it does have a lot of support in the aftermarket. It like does, you said, even, even this old one, right? Yes. You can. I, I've seen a few of them at the track. I've seen oh, a, really? Yeah, I've seen a few of them in autocross. They look tiny, man. Yeah, they are. They look so tiny. So, But I think for that reason, I would definitely own one. They're, they're, uh. they're a ton of fun. Um, the, you know, they've been in a ton of movies. Yep. Uh, Italian job. Italian job. The yeah. first one yeah. and the Marky Mark hey, Wahlberg exa- one. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. So for that reason, uh, it's almost exactly the same as yours. Uh, uh-huh. Demolition Derby, the Fiat 500, rent the Volkswagen and own the Mini Cooper outright. True. I would probably own an older Mini Cooper like this before a new one. Really? Yeah. I, my father-in-law has a Cooper S, like an 08. Oh, okay. It's pretty fun. It's kind of zippy. Yeah. It does have a lot of the the torque steer because the front wheel drive, supercharged. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I think supercharged. So, um, I mean, you know, I would I wouldn't mind borrowing it, and I have, I've had some fun in the car. But you're right. I would probably prefer the OG one. Yeah. It's got more of a cool factor than the new ones. Yeah, right? yeah. I remember I saw one in an autocross once where. Like the guy had like a sunroof cut out, mm-hmm. and like like part of his head was sticking out <laughs> of the top. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Because he was taller, and I'm like, dude, man, that doesn't seem safe. And he's like, well, it's fun as hell, you know. <laughs> it's just, but yeah, like those things are so small. Yes, it's crazy to think how tiny. small cars were. So back he had in the, the OG one, you mean? He had the OG yeah, one. Yes. This was a very very classic. I don't know what year it was. I don't know enough about these cars, uh-huh. but it was definitely in like the 60s, 70s era of wow. Mini Coopers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Craziness. Yeah. Cool. Well, that is your Drow Report Gran Turismo 7 Very Cafe nice. Edition, a.k.a. Cafe Carrera. Yes. Uh, let's move on to our last segment, Childhood Seat Time. I love this segment. Yeah. Carry us, Randy. All right. So the segment came about because there is a guy... For those of you that haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World, there is a ride there called Autopia. Yeah. Where you basically get into go-karts. Yeah. That have a max speed of like five miles an hour. Right. It's on a track where your car sits and cannot bump into another car adjacent to you. Right. But you can certainly drive and cruise in this little car. Right. And it's many a person, many a young person, child's first opportunity to drive a car yes so adjacent to that um for those of you that don't live close to disney world disneyland have never been there are carnival rides that come to every major city and town that humans live in yeah and one of the mainstays of traditional carnivals is the bumper car (laughs) ride yes i would argue that when we went to the fair I would spend most of my tickets personally on the bumper cars, especially if I could. Yeah. Because of just like the first chance or the first opportunity to drive a car. 
because you have a real steer a steering wheel, even though there's a foam pad as your yeah. as your airbag or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So I guess the topic or theme around this this segment is what car rides or theme park rides that were car focused. Did we have an affinity to? Um, I mean, bumper cars were my introduction to driving by myself. Yes. You know, it was the first time I took a vehicle. Yeah, it was the first time of it was a vehicle that I was that I had control of the accelerator to. Yes. That I was steering. Yes. You know, it was the first experience of driving by myself and it was exciting as hell. Were you the kid that drove away from the cluster of bumping? And tried to avoid that, or were you the kid that like was like trying to like ram everybody head on? And so let's let's so there's there's we okay we already know that we all know the different kids in bumper cars, yes, right? So let's yes. talk about all of them. Okay, but sure, first sure. let's start with which one you were. Okay, can you guess? I think you were the crash everybody all the time. No, I wasn't. Oh, I was, really? I was. I wanted the open space. I wanted to be driving away from everybody, trying to weave around and. Figure out the agility of the bumper car. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was on a mission. too. So I avoided the cluster. Okay. But my sole intention of avoiding the cluster uh-huh. is to suss out the bully in, okay. in, in the squad, right? <laughs> There's always the bully. There is. There right? Is. The bully yeah, is, the, yeah. is the kid who is looking for the weakest yeah. or the, the car that's not moving, uh, right? Funny. The car that's not moving. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the... The there's always like the dad and the little kid who are still trying to figure out what's going, mm-hmm. or sometimes there was the one bumper car that wasn't working. Yes, right, Absolutely. and like the guys coming out to try to fix it out, but the bully's still targeting them. <laughs> yeah. Right, yes. so th- I would always like circle around. I was kind of like the guardian of the bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> Because to me, it was sort of like guilt, guilt free wreckage. Yes, a you know, percent. it was way more like, like, cause you you kind of sort of see the dynamic. Cause when you're like kind of going around, mm-hmm. you start scoping things out and you see the dude that's like ooh, like i'm about to get this kid right right and right. when you charge at them and like cut them halfway through yes. and bump them and they get so pissed off <laughs> uh-huh, that uh-huh. was so much fun yeah and okay. for me it wasn't carnivals okay it like, was like theme park like we didn't spend a lot of time in carnivals it was always knott's berry farm oh not, well, not, knott's berry farm was yeah. the og autopia because oh, they they okay. always had bumper cars for some reason. Okay, it's okay. such a like a it's such a car carny. Is that a bad term? Mm, eh, carnival. Knows? I don't yeah, know. Whatever. It's a carny ride. It's a, it's a carny ride, right? Yes. But for some reason, Knott's always kept it around. I don't know if it's still there, but at least growing up, it was always there, and I spent a ton of time in there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and for you, you guys can have endless like rides on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That right. was sort of the appeal of it, right? There mm-hmm. was no ticket system. I mean, right. realistically, like, even at carnivals, I wasn't going to be spending a lot of money. Right, exactly. You, know, so you could swing one or two, maybe. That was what was tough, was yeah. that the limit. And you want to try the other rides. Yeah, in, yeah. In the, in the case of a fair. You want to find as many bullies as you can. Right. So if you were to go back today, would you be the bully and, like, spear into the cluster? Just for fun, because you're the... I was never able to do that. Oh, no? Nah, no? it just wasn't my... This is why I sought out the bullies, because I wanted to be... I wanted to be a punk. Okay. Right? Okay, okay. But, like, my 
morally, I just couldn't do it to someone that was innocent. Ah, you right, see. right. Like yeah. as righteous as that sounds, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. I just, I couldn't, like, I couldn't. I just felt like such an asshole, even as a little kid, mm. like by doing that. Mm-hmm. But by bullying the bully, I felt like I had complete freedom. I see. You know. I see, I so see. there were times where there wasn't a bully. Okay. And then so then I would just kind of casually play and casually bump. Because I was always look, I w- my bumper car driving was always. I definitely wanted to cruise around open spaces. Yes, but I also wanted to bump. So yeah, I, then I, yeah. I was very uh, introverted about my bumper carness. <laughs> you know, like I would kind of like drive around, right. see who was kind of willing to bump. It's like, oh, hey, bro, you want to yeah, bump? Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> let's or if, bump. Or if there's a cute girl, you bump the cute oh, girl. Oh <laughs> yeah, you bump the cute girl like yeah. softly. Like, hey, hey, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Want a cutie dog? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah. <laughs> and yes. then she made a face or yeah. she smiled. And right. God, wow. Yeah, right. That's so funny. Those are the. Feels. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, yeah. Like, part of me would always look for that too. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, oh yes. for sure. Yes, yeah. Because I know was... which part was looking. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was your way to interact with that person. For sure, yeah. Without any, like, social awkwardness or, like, whatever. Okay, how, okay, is, were you a one-handed steer? I was a one-handed steer. Uh, <laughs> when I was cruising in the open space. You're like, ah, uh, yeah. Because this was my chance to drive. Yeah, 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 for right? sure, yeah. Yes, absolutely. How so, old were you when you drove your first bumper car? I Hard to say. It was definitely the county fair um near our house it was like a mile away from our house so we always went um so probably single digits i'd say maybe my kids age so seven or eight yeah probably. i was thinking about that too eight yeah. or nine yeah. probably for me yeah yeah yes so around that age mm-hmm. i think i don't know if there was a height requirement there is there is There's definitely is because i couldn't make it at a certain age and then when i finally got to okay like, yeah the the heavens opened and like the light shone because yeah. i was like i can drive by myself <laughs> you know it was that moment yeah yes. yeah mm-hmm. oh man so what spurred this too was that this article in this article a guy had bought an autopia fiberglass uh, body yeah and he actually made the, when they were selling these from disneyland like the og nostalgia ones yeah yeah they would sell it stripped Okay. They would take off the badges. They would take off everything, and they only sold the bodies. Okay. This person actually built out a um, a a chassis for it. Yeah. Because the chassis is not standard go kart length either, so you can't just drop it onto a go kart. Right. Because I guess Disney, uh, Walt Disney, didn't want g- uh, just a go kart. He right. wanted his own unique car. So they're kind of like quasi seventies Corvettes. That have and he this guy had to build out a custom chassis and he made this his car a runner. Nice. So I guess my question going to the bumper car thing is: is that would that be of interest to you to make a running street capable, not obviously not legal, street capable bumper car and have a street bumper car on your street on your cul-de-sac at that? Um. No. No. But what I would want okay. is my own bumper car setup. <laughs> I think okay. that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Autopia thing, and I think the I think that car does lend its lend itself to that. Okay. Right? To make a cool little like street car, yes. you it's, know, speaking piece. It's got a uh speed racer vibes. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. Whereas a bumper car does not really. It doesn't have any homage to any shape no. of car. It's 
all function. It's all function. Yes. But it's fun. It's super fun. So it'd be fun to like have your own like bumper car set, set up, up. <laughs> and then like soup up the bumper cars. Because honestly, it was always it for me. It was always the same complaint. What you can't hit hard enough. Oh, you want it f- harder? Not like it doesn't need to be. You want like, a concuss just a no. little. No, <laughs> okay, yeah, just a little bit, just, just a little, little bit. Concuss. You know, like there needs to be at least a little element of danger. Yeah, you know, just sure, a tiny bit. We don't need to flip each other like uh-huh. over or right. whatever. Right, but just enough to be like, oh, that hurt. Yeah, you know, like come out a little bruised. Sure, you okay. know, okay. I think that would be a little fun. Kind of motivate. I think it would motivate a little more strategy when it came to bumper cars, you know, uh, versus okay, just kind of okay. casually bumping and driving. You know, you'd kind of be some. You'd be more scared, or you know, you'd kind of like take different. You'd be careful about. You'd be more, more careful, or you'd be the crazy adrenaline junkie guy that was ramming everybody crazy. Okay, I feel like it. It would sort of be bumper cars on steroids. It'd be a little more fun. So a little bit of power, a little bit more speed. Just a little bit more speed. Uh, I would say. Probably up the performance of the cars a little bit. So you're saying Hans devices for everybody, just in case. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're turning it into a straight-up demolition (laughs) derby. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. That's what bumper cars are. Yes, they are. They're demo derbies. It's a child demo derby. Yeah, and it's a fucking blast. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's what they've been preparing us for demolition derbies. Forever. Yes, absolutely. I, I think I need to look into the history of bumper cars. Like, where did the idea even start? That's an interesting I'm pretty point. sure they don't exist. Actually, you know what? They what? probably don't exist anymore. They're not even considered safe anymore, probably. Uh... No, hmm, are there bumper exist? cars at carnivals anymore? So Legoland, we go. We've been there f- somewhat recently. There's no bumper car. They kind of have more of a street course situation. Right, right. Um, that's where like a four year old can drive. So or a three year old. My three year old can drive. Oh really? At Legoland independently, completely. Oh okay. And he was cruising because he's used to the power wheel. Okay. So some kids don't have a clue, but it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say yes. Bumper cars still exist. Okay. I would guess so. Yeah, they're not unsafe. I mean, things have gotten... I mean, we were... I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it's gotten <laughs> back softer. In, yeah. Back in our day. Yeah, yeah. They th- used to put, like, abandoned fire trucks in the middle of parks. Yeah. And, and that's what we yeah, would play yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> they did that in my, uh, in my uh, park, too. Yeah, yeah and yeah, now yeah. that's, like, you know... Monkey bars are super low before they're, you'd be like 20 feet up in the air. I think that's just the height thing. There's some that are still pretty damn high. There's still some that are pretty yeah. high. But you should see the uh, go uh, merry-go-rounds. They are like integrated into the ground so you don't get like caught underneath and stuff like that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that that's it's way smarter. I was smarter. never a merry-go-round dude. Yeah, me neither, but there was always the, the strong Oh, like kit. the self-spinning ones? Yes. Oh, okay, never yes. mind. Those are fun. Yeah. They oh, don't okay. have those anymore, or they, they do. Not in the old way. Not in the They're old way. They're a lot safer now. So now you can't spin them with a like a motorcycle. You could actually. Oh, you still could. Cuz they're they're um they're uh, flush with the ground. But the only way you could spin one with a motorcycle is if you could put a, a tire against the lip of the bottom. If that lip is buried, you won't be able to do it. Oh, but you, if you had like a peg like sticking out, you could probably still pull it. But wait, so you? Oh wait, oh I see what you're saying. So that you'd sit the motorcycle you on sit the, the side, you sit on its side, and then and then re- use rev it, rev it, and then have it spin. Basically, use it as a gear. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You guys did that shit, uh, or you've seen it? Very. Uh, once or twice you've seen that uh no did it 
You did it. Yeah, did it long time ago. Okay. I mean, it, it required having an older brother with a bike. O- older cousin with at least a moped. So we did yes. them with mopeds. Okay. And it was just it wasn't a good time. That's dangerous. As it was Ooh. scary as yeah. hell. <laughs> it was scary wow. as hell. Yeah, I remember you guys that. got on it. And somebody yeah, everybody that. did, dude. Everybody in the park would be like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And back in the day, I mean, maybe one out of every 30 kids was actually being supervised by an adult. Correct. So, yeah. <laughs> and that yes. adult that was there was a yes. dude with the mopeds. <laughs> So, so we were good, man. Oh, yeah, we were shoot. good. God, yeah. the things we used to do, yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, that definitely a would not happen today. B parents follow their kids around the park. Oh yeah, even up to like uh, my six year old's age. Yeah. You know? So it's a lot different times. You're right. Like we would be at opposite opposite ends of like a five acre park. Me and my parents, and they wouldn't know where the hell. Oh, I was. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. I remember the same thing, mm-hmm. man. Like. Mm-hmm. Gone for like, so we would go out for like my dad's soccer games like on Sunday, okay. and then I'd be gone for nearly the whole game. Yep, an hour and a half, mm-hmm. just out exploring. Roaming, right? Yeah, yes. And at the end of the game, I'd like come rolling through, and she's like, "Oh, where'd you go? Oh, I was just playing around over there, mm-hmm. looking at the horse stable. Like yeah. there would be a horse stable nearby. Sure. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yep, let's go. And home. now, like, that's unheard of, right? Um, kind of. Yeah. Well, parks are not as big. Okay, there's that. So there's that. Yeah. Um, people don't go to parks as much as they used to. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. But you're right. Like, we, it'd be like a Filipino picnic. Like, the whole community would be gathered together at this five-acre park. I would be um, – you know what skitching is? No. It's when you'd, hold, uh, you'd be on rollerblades. Yes, I, I rollerblade. <laughs> but you'd be holding on to moving cars. Oh, that's called skitching? Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was a, a fad – term in the 90s or whatever and i used to do that at the park with people interesting whether low key or whether they knew or not sometimes it was a mixed bag oh so oh so you were kind of holding on to strangers cars yes oh yeah that so so it, when you say skitching is that what it means a stranger's car or uh, could it be just your friend's car i think it's just the general action of holding on to a car while on rollerblades um they weren't high speeds it was we used to do that with skateboards okay yes. yeah and, and michael j fox popular yes yeah yeah exactly the same thing yeah exactly the same thing yeah so i don't know if it's a uh, roller blade thing only to call it sketching but nonetheless i guess you did it too obviously. yeah, right, yeah. I'm, I'm not sketching that's yes. interesting so i would do that my parents were on the way opposite end of the oh park. yeah whatever yeah there was wow so super dangerous stuff yes definitely yeah dude there were and here's like we i remember being at a park once where there was um an obstacle course with a rope and and i i not kidding not even like exaggerating like little kid height it mm-hmm. was probably like 30 feet in the air sure and when you're a little kid you can climb anything yes i would get to the top of that rope uh-huh and like everybody would be like yeah that's cool you know but like nowadays yeah oh that kid's gonna die <laughs> you know yes and definitely. it yeah it just it's, it's i mean i don't have kids so i don't know mm-hmm. i don't i'm not really plugged into that world yeah but is it mostly like that people play it a little more safe now it's a lot safer the playgrounds are far better designed these days they're uh, not just, not just know, fire like, trucks laying in the <laughs> yeah, middle of the park they're not just welded metal put yeah. together <laughs> you know there's some safety in mind yeah plastic and color and like 
covered bolts in a lot of things. Oh, yeah, they're like rounded yeah, now. Yeah, whereas back in our day, it was decks. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were wooden decks with like exposed bolt ends. Yeah, no, it was right? bad. Yeah, yeah it was splinters and... Yeah, yeah, scraping yourself on the bolt end or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, God. very different era. Yes. Ah, man, the good old days. Yes. The good old days. But anyway, that is Childhood Sea Time. That is. And that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to try some of the best coffee you could try, go to Carrera.cafe and use code BIGWILLOW for 10% off. Your entire order. Any last words, Randy? Shout out to the carnies in our life. Shout out to the carnies. <laughs> if you guys got a bumper car set for sale, let Please, me let know. Please, let us know. Yes. Let us we know. May buy one. 91 octane bumper cars. <laughs> That's what we're replacing with SEMA. There you go. <laughs> good night. All right, good night.